0: This year, as you consider gifts that will be appreciated long after they're unwrapped, what could be better than giving the gift a better sleep? And now's a great time to visit a Sleep Number store, where for this week only, you can save 50% on the ultimate limited edition bed with Sleep IQ technology. And queen mattresses start at only $699.99. And did you know, 9 out of 10 couples disagree on mattress firmness. My sleep number setting is 90. My Sleep IQ score last night was 82. Sleep number beds cost about the same as a traditional mattress, last twice as long, and 91% of the owners recommend. Come in during the ultimate sleep number week, now through Monday, and save 50% on the ultimate limited edition bed with Sleep IQ technology. You'll only find Sleep Number at any of their 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find one near you, call 1-800-390-9100, and be sure to tell them George Norrie sent you. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast with John Prados, our special guest here, the ghost of Langley. John, you had mentioned earlier that JFK, ironically, were coming up on the 54th anniversary of his assassination, that he is a CIA ghost. What do you mean by that?
1: Uh, in the same way that uh, the examples of these officers at the agency become spirits, become ghosts that have impact on the uh, behavior of their successors here we have a president whose um, actions were so far over the top with respect to his this one particular opponent of his um, that uh, people still think fifty four years later maybe it was the Cubans that went after him so. Um, that's an example for future presidents who think back, "Oh my god, Kennedy got shot, what am I going to do?" It's also an example for people working on covert operations at the agency, "Oh my god, if we are going to do this operation, uh is it going to threaten the president?" Um so it, on a certain level and again, this is not uh um, this is an extrapolation from what's in The Ghosts of Langley. This is not uh, actually part of the content of that book, but there's a level on which you can read the evidence to say that Kennedy is a ghost.
0: Can the CIA, in your opinion, John, be fixed? And should it be
1: fixed? Um, Kennedy actually here comes back you know he uh, created an entity that's called the was called the president's foreign intelligence advisory board and this uh, entity still exists today as the foreign intelligence advisory board and it's a white house watchdog group that looks at intelligence and in the summer of 1961 after the bay of pigs in fact kennedy's foreign intelligence advisory board proposed that exact thing. Let's break up the CIA. Uh, the CIA at that time was moving, you know, was about to move to the house that Alan Dulles built out in Langley, Virginia. And the Foreign Intelligence Advisory Group had a fallback position, which was that, well, let's not let the, the covert operators move. The, the CIA's operations directorate shouldn't go to Langley. We can send them someplace else. I think some of them thought, uh, by doing this, they decouple the CIA from its operations directorate, and then the operations directorate can be let to a trophy by itself. John, since you've been... I don't think... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 finish up. Um, I don't think that's possible today. No, I I don't either. I think today the the CIA's operations directorate... um, actually has a much different function. It's a feeder line for what the agency is calling mission centers. And these mission centers all have particular uh, orientations and particular goals. For example, there's a mission center for North Korea, and there's a mission center for Iran, and they're all operations-oriented. And because of that, and because... CIA analysis is now running to support operations directly and not as a way of understanding the world, um, the CIA is less capable of getting itself out of this trouble that it is has uh, sort of gotten itself into. So that leads to the question of, should the CIA be dismantled? And if it were, uh, what could replace it? Because, as I said earlier, you know, I think you have
0: to have a have kind something. of
1: entity like this. Yeah. But um, I think what we have done is let this, uh, let this organization become too operationally oriented. We spoke briefly about the Mossad. One of the drawbacks that the Mossad has is that it's too operationally oriented. And I think we're letting our CIA get into that kind of a situation, which is inherently dangerous and which now we are lacking the safety net that could have supported the agency when it got into trouble.
0: With, with everything that's been happening with the CIA in the past and in the future, how would you compare what they do with China and what is China's uh, agency
1: called? The Chinese Agency is, is an artifact of the Ministry of Security, um, and it has uh, uh, alphanumeric designators for different sections. It's uh, a potpourri, really, and I can't describe to you much about the, the, uh, the organization of the entity of Chinese intelligence. Much of what we know about Chinese intelligence is based simply on what we know about what they've attempted to do. For example, the hacking of the, uh, uh, the um, White House Office of Personnel Management a few years ago. Or a few years before that, there was a, uh, a case in which uh, Chinese agents had suborned uh, uh, an FBI Uh, middle-level official out in California, or uh, in certain other instances, there was one of these in Louisiana and another one in California, where uh, Chinese agents had been purchasing and otherwise acquiring American technology and uh, technological um, uh, blueprints, machine tools, that kind of thing, for their industry. The California representative Christopher Cox, uh maybe middle aughts, uh was concerned enough about this that he held hearings and produced what is probably the most comprehensive view of what Chinese intelligence is doing and wants from the United States. And I mentioned that because we, have a, we had a similar debate in the 1980s, this time about the Russians and the KGB, uh, where um, the KGB had a, a department that was just in charge of uh, sort of procuring foreign technologies and uh, uh, things that could be used to enhance the Soviet economy. Uh, but in any case... Uh, When analyses were done about what was the impact of these foreign technological acquisitions on the Soviet economy, what the analysts came up with is that the impact actually was relatively minor because their economy was so big and because the relative value of the foreign technology that they were acquiring was limited. And I think you can apply that same argument to the case of China. The Chinese uh, uh, economy is so large today that the uh, differential that's added to it by their foreign uh, espionage uh, is limited. Having said that, I will tell you that if you looked at uh, a set of the latest line of Chinese weapons, you know, the Mm -hmm. fighter and the the aircraft carrier and the new rocket and whatnot, um, a lot of their uh, frontline technology, new self-propelled artillery guns, new fighter jets, look an awful lot like... Hours. <laughs> ours. Ours, <laughs> that's yep. right.
0: Absolutely. If you were running the CIA today, John, what would you do?
1: Um, I would move away from this mission center idea that they've got and uh, actually attempt to recreate a more traditional directorate of operations, and I would um, very much enhance the agency's analytical capability. We're in an a, a environment today in which actually the uh, terror war thing is really a, a smaller part of our security problem. Our security problem needs to look at the effects of climate change on national behavior and people's behavior, the uh, changes that are going to be wrought in international uh, behavior by things like the scarcity of water, uh, the kinds of uh, activities on the parts of people that are going to be fueled by their desperation and their. Uh, dependence on various uh, uh, kinds of products or um, uh, or their their actual geographic uh, situations, and these are the things increasingly I think that are going to be fueling behavior both non state actors and from nation states and the CIA needs to be in a position to understand those developments, and to anticipate them. And that's the way you protect American national security. Good point. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com
0: for more.